Our forgotten mystic this month was a Baptist minister of the gospel in Devonshire Square, London, who lived from 1726 to 1780. Somewhat controversial in his time, and certainly in our own, he wrote a great deal of work, not all of it mystical. But he is most remembered for the most controversial aspect of his theology, which came about after undergoing an unusual mystical experience, wherein he was given to enter into the infernal abodes and begin listening to the diabolical dialogues of the devils, and by so doing, learning the various ways that the dark side would easily subvert such simple souls as ourselves. Here follows his own recollection of the event which led to the writing of this fascinating work. Know then that not far from my humble cot there is a widely extended, most tremendous and gloomy veil, first formed, as is supposed, by some dreadful earthquake or some other remarkable convulsion in nature. The confines of this valley on the outside are everywhere nearly level with the surface of the ground. But the precipice within is to the last degree horrible, inasmuch that few have fortitude enough to approach it. The ancient bards very justly called it Horida Vallis, and we from them the veil of horrors. This horrid veil has long been supposed by the credulous vulgar to be the haunt of infernal spirits, and some people imagine that it is the only place on earth where they freely converse about the dark designs of their maladministration. At length, however, having entered a very large and unfrequented wood, one side of which led to the very edge of the precipice, as I walked a few furlongs down a gradual descent, gloomy beyond whatever I had seen before, I came to a huge rock, all overgrown with ivy and moss. It had the appearance of an ancient ruin, somewhat in the form of a pyramid. The bottom occupied a considerable space, and the spiral top was hardly concealed by the highest branches of the tall and aged oaks which surrounded it. Near the ground, by chance, I discovered an opening almost choked up with baleful hemlock and nightshade. At first I thought that this could be no other than the cave of some ancient druid, but approaching it, and having with much toil cleared away the noxious weeds, I found what I had long sought for, an entrance into the dreadful cavity. Here my resolution almost failed me, and I was at the point of relinquishing the long-projected enterprise. At length I recollected myself a little and resolved to descend into the place, though, as I thought, not much less horrible than hell. The passage, a little within the entrance, led downwards, almost in a perpendicular direction. But its straightness and the natural unevenness of the rocks that formed it rendered my descent more practicable and safe than I at first expected. Down, however, I went, fathoms I know not how many, ere I found myself at the bottom, and from an easy opening entered the gloomy vale. Looking up, I saw rocks upon rocks projecting over my timorous head and I perceived myself to be within the most hideous enclosure that ever mortal eyes beheld. The veil being solitary and gloomy as death itself, I said in my heart, Surely, 
If damned spirits are permitted to visit the earth, this must be their rendezvous. And two to one I shall see some of them. I therefore observed carefully my retreat, and by several marks on the rocks which formed it, I hoped that, on my emergency, I might be directed to the entrance of the cave.' 